Hello and welcome to another episode of Mother Other, a place to share conversations with mothers who continue making their mark on the world whilst navigating the demands of motherhood. My name is Amy Pearson and I am your host. To our new listeners, welcome. I hope you find what you're looking for here and I'm so glad to have you. If you haven't heard, I've gone and created a Patreon page. So if you love the show and would like to hear weekly episodes rather than fortnightly, or if you'd just like to offer another working mum some support, head to patreon.com slash mother other and you can help us out for as little as $1 a month. And a big thank you to our latest Patreon subscriber, Miss Emily. Hi Em, thank you so much for your support. I am so thrilled to reveal today's guest. It is the multi-talented Kate Berry. You may know Kate from her wonderful blog turned magazine, Lunch Lady, or her beautiful Instagram. Kate is a photographer, designer, blogger. She's done so many things throughout her life so far, including starting a cafe after her first baby was born, turning her blog into a magazine, and creating an event called OK Motels. Kate and I discuss sleep deprivation-induced anxiety, which many of you may be familiar with, the struggle that comes with being the first of your circle of friends to have a baby, having your identity ripped from successful designer lifestyle to the grossness of new mum life, the creative hustle and how we need to allow ourselves time to rest and relax for our creativity to really flow which is interesting to me because at the time I thought I needed that reminder but then proceeded to work far too hard and a few days later I came down with a sickness that hasn't left me for weeks. Uh, You may notice that my voice is a little hoarse today because I have a chest infection. So if you're listening, this is my reminder to you, parents out there who are doing it all, allow yourself time to rest. Your to-do list won't end, but you will burn out eventually and maybe catch a bug like me if you don't stop regularly to recharge. I should note it was storming when we did our interview, so you will hear some rain and maybe some thunder in the background, but nothing too drastic. As always, it means the world to me that you're here. If you love the episode, please hit the five-star button on iTunes. Every single rating helps the podcast to reach more mothers out there that may need some validation in their life. Keep writing in. I just am so filled with warmth when I get your messages about how much this podcast is helping you. Um, That's really what I'm doing it for. I just want to be able to reach the mums out there that need to hear it. So that's all I have for you today. Um, I need to let my voice rest. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Enjoy everyone. This is Mother Other and I am Amy Pearson. So today I have Kate Berry with me. Uh, Kate, you're a photographer, designer, blogger, identity behind Lunch Lady Mag and author of Family, Food and Feelings. Did I say it in the right order? Family, Food and Feelings. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And a mum. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Lunch Lady. I've been following since you released your first mag originally and a longtime follower of your Instagram. So I'm stoked to have you on the show to chat. So thanks so much for taking time out for me. No worries. I'm happy to be here. So would you like to start by telling us who you're a mum to? Uh, so I have two girls, Maya and Pepper. Maya's 15 and Pepper is 10. Yep. Um, yeah. So they're 
interesting ages. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Had you always envisioned yourself in the role of a mum? Um, I had, but I, I think when it happened, I didn't, it didn't match the picture (laughs) that that I had. So, um, yeah. So, and especially, I guess, you know, my first baby was, I always thought that babies hugged you and loved you, but my first, (laughs) my first baby was not like that at all. And so, you know, I, I, I thought that I kind of was doing everything wrong yeah but yeah but I think you know you kind of just grow into it anyway don't you yeah you do what were your sort of preconceived ideas about motherhood itself well I mean I guess I thought it was gonna I didn't realize how hard it was gonna be Mm. I but I also didn't understand oh well yeah I didn't think it was gonna be so hard but I also um I thought that my baby, I only thought I was going to have one baby, <laughs> would, would um, easily just kind of slot into my life. And yeah. I also thought it was going to come a lot more naturally to me. Mm. Um, and uh, I thought breastfeeding was going to be easy. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. But um, but also, you know, it like really did, um, you know, like I didn't realize how, how, you know, a lack of sleep, even though, you oh. know, people joke, joke about the lack of sleep thing, but I actually discovered I get really bad anxiety when I don't sleep Mm. and so um so when I had both my girls I never wanted people to visit me yeah yeah (laughs) um because I just had such bad anxiety and you know I think that was probably taken the wrong way by a lot of people um I can relate to that a lot yeah yeah you know and it's a tough one because you want people to help you and you want support but at the same time it's like I don't want anyone near me yeah (laughs) yeah yeah so it's um yeah it's hard yeah definitely tell me about who you were before your daughters came along um well before um I had Maya um I was actually working as a designer in a London advertising agency okay. and and which was my you know ultimate job when I was a teenager that's all I ever wanted to be mm. uh, and um and so it was a bit of a a rude awakening sort of going from this really cool um life to you know sitting on a couch in ugly clothes with gigantic tits that yeah. hurt a lot yeah. <laughs> yeah. um and yeah and just you know that um yeah kind of that feeling of you know it's, you yeah just I don't know and I think we all had that experience of just it's almost like having everything you were totally stripped away yeah, from you absolutely and you kind of question everything and um, and you know, and I, I admit that when I first had my baby, I was like, have I like totally fucked my life up? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I thought that, you know, this, it was, this was it, you know, for the rest of forever. And, mm-hmm. um, and I was really, I was like, no, but I still have all these things I want to do. Yeah. But yeah, you know, as I get older, you can kind of reclaim a bit of that. So yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And did you feel you obviously felt as though you kind of had to choose between having a, a child or pursuing your creative life before you got pregnant. Did you have that idea in your head? Uh, well, I actually didn't. It was a surprise. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and I always thought that you could just do everything. Um, and I still do believe that in everything that I do, um, which, you know, can be 
a bit detrimental sometimes, but, um, you know, I always just assume that I could have a baby and, um, you know, have that job and do, but, you know, I mean, I guess I, I, I have a job that I can, I can do that kind of stuff as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, which, you know, I'm very fortunate to have, um, so yeah, it was never a con- you know it was never really a consideration of mine that I would have to choose, and, and which is kind of funny because you know like I'm pretty much an all or nothing person, but I'm also a person that you know likes to have a baby, move house, and start a job all in the same week. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So, so yeah, it's um, but you know I I quite like that my girls, you know, because we, we it's just me and my two girls that live together. Um, I quite like that they can see that I'm capable and I yeah. can do stuff and, um, you know, make decisions, you know, if I don't like a job or if I don't like what I'm doing, then making those changes. Yeah, so, absolutely. Showing yeah. that women have power and they're not just mums. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, the introduction to your book says that once you have children, your life is turned upside down and all the things you thought you knew were thrown out the window, which I really loved. Can you talk a bit about how you felt within your identity when you became a mum, how much it impacted your life at the time? Yeah, um, it was pretty – I was actually just talking about this the other day because it was pretty huge Uh, because, you know, as I said, I was – you know, I lived in this beautiful apartment in London and I had this amazing job and – and then, you know, a year later I was on this ugly couch in Richmond, you know, with a, a tiny baby. Um, and I was actually really sick when, when I had preeclampsia when I had Maya. So I, I, was, I was actually quite unwell when mm. we got home as well. And and, Maya, and so Maya was also really tiny. She was like over a month early. So right. it, w- it was um, – you know, it just wasn't the picture that I, that I had. And so, um, and I think, you know, it's for some, I, I'm someone that likes everything to be under control. Yeah. And I, and I think, you know, that's one of the big things that shocked me about being a mum, like, you know, that initial, you know, that first kind of, few years or yeah. you know or that you know eye of the storm when you first come home is that you know that was one of my big lessons was I sometimes you just gotta let go of, mm. of feeling like you have control and um let go of um wanting to have control or feeling that it's necessary um you know because I would clean make sure the house was tidy and you know and also you read all these books about, you know, well, they'll be make them go to sleep at this time, this time, this time. It's oh, like, well, yeah. if that if that doesn't happen, then I kind of felt like a failure because yeah. I, I hadn't didn't have control of the situation. So, I'd like to think that I've carried that, you know, yeah. <laughs> like a, a abandon of control throughout the rest of my life, but I haven't. Um, mm-hmm. But it's definitely still like a touch point that I have where, you know, when things do kind of get a little bit chaotic and I don't feel um in control of the situation I do find it a lot easier to sort of let go of that just because of those experiences with yeah. the girls but as far as like um also just my you know me um I I don't I, I definitely think that being a mum does change you 
I think, you know, it definitely takes you out of everything being about you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but, I'm, you know, and, and I think sometimes that there needs to be a bit of, you know, there's a bit, definitely a balance um, of, you know, kind of you and your children that that's so easily lost, I think, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, you know, it's only now that my kids are older that I can start to try and address that a little bit. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I was going to ask you about that, actually. Um, mm. But what I was going to say next was that in your book, you said you were the first of your friendship group to sort of have a baby. Um, yeah. How did you cope with that? Uh, I I didn't actually. <laughs> really. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it was um, it's actually really hard because um, it was actually well, actually my my best friend from high school had a baby when she was nineteen. She had three babies from like you know the age of nineteen to twenty four or something wow. or something like that. And um and and I just couldn't understand why she couldn't just leave. She's like I'd be like just leave it baby with your mum and let's go out and stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, I never, I just couldn't understand that. And yeah. then, um, and then, yeah, and then when I had my uh, Maya, you know, all my friends were still, you know, going out and partying and and so, you know, when I needed, you know, just wanted some company, you know, it was, you know, people would either be hungover or they'd be out or and, you know, the idea of hanging out with a baby was just kind of weird and a bit, you know, I don't know. And also just, you know, like I think one of the things after you have a baby, you don't, you, the whole, you don't really understand the whole grossness <laughs> of like of what yeah. your life is after yeah. a baby. Like it's actually kind of gross. Yeah. I mean, I, I know some people probably think it's beautiful and that, that's, you know, that's great. Um, but you know, I really struggled with the fact that my body was so broken and, mm. and, you know, just stuff came out of everywhere and, yeah, yeah. you know, and I think it's a, a bit lot of, of a my, shock. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of my friends were like, I don't want to be around that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Especially um, young people like, yeah. 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 And, um, so I actually, I think that almost kind of almost reinforced how I was feeling about myself. Yeah. Um, and so it kind of just sent me into a bit of a, a spiral of, yeah, of just not feeling great about, you know, the, the situation I was in and, and not feeling supported and, yeah, and, okay. and, and kind of made, you know, as I said, like reinforced that kind of freakness about, yeah. you know, being like a, a new mum, um, and, um, yeah. Did you end but, up finding any mum friends to help you process all of that? Cause it's quite a, a, like you're sort of evolving into another level of yourself at that point. So if you don't have sort yeah. of people around you that are in that same zone, it would be, I can't imagine. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't actually. Um, and I didn't, I really, I have to be honest. I, I would only say I've only just found yeah, okay. My mum kind of tribe. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, <laughs> it's only like 15 years later, but um, yeah. but it's still, you know, it's better than never. Absolutely, um, yeah. And, you know, I, I really, you know, they're just so important and, mm. um, and you know, it does make me a little sad that I never did have that, but, um, you know, that's, would have given you some strength, I imagine, if you didn't, if you had to kind of work through that alone. Yeah, um, yeah, it was. Um, 
yeah, it was it was hard. Mm. Um, and I think, but also I am also quite hard on myself where I, you know, and I think a lot of mums do this as well where we, we just compare ourselves to like what we think we see yeah. other other mums doing. But, um, you know. You don't see the, a lot of the, the drudge. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and you know, like I'm sure when I was walking Maya down the street in a pram with her asleep, I probably looked like I had it nailed as well. But yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> but, <did I laughs> but that's you just, just don't know until you're in it. Yeah. Oh, totally. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny actually. After I had Maya, I um, you know, I just I have so you know, like it's just I after I had Maya, I um it was just so hard. Like, you know, I uh, had to, you know, feed her every two hours and, um, yeah. and it would take like an hour and a half to feed her. Yeah, okay. And, um, and I just, I remember thinking, fuck, you know, mums are so amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so I would walk around the street. I remember just like walking around the street of Richmond, so tired with Maya and her pram, just looking at women that I assumed had had children, just going, fuck, you're amazing. <laughs> Look at you go. Look at you walking around, looking happy. And good. I was like, and and it gave me this like, it gave me this hope that I was like, you yeah. know, they 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 look like they're okay. And they got and it was it. yeah, and that was a big thing for me. I was like, I just I just needed to know I was gonna be okay. Yeah. And um, so yeah, and it t- it did take a while, but um, but yeah, you know, my kids. Yeah, they have a whole other bunch of annoying things now. So, <laughs> <Yeah>. I keep <laughs> you know. hearing that <laughs> about yeah. Yeah, age. Um, so a mm. lot of your work in recent years has been connected to kids. Um, how did yeah. you? How did motherhood impact your creative output? Do you think? I think uh, I definitely um, for the first. I, I mean, I, I did go into a bit of a torpor. I would say. Yeah. Um, for a long while um and then it was I don't know around um when May was about five or actually that's not true I don't know why I just said I went to a tour pub because when May was like nine months old I opened a cafe and oh, wow. uh yeah so I don't know why I thought that that was what I did <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I found this like little space and and the reason I opened it was I um I was tired of working in advertising and I just, I was like, you know, I just want to make a sandwich and a coffee and, um, make like an honest dollar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And, uh, and I thought having a child and a cafe that would like simplify my life. <laughs> um, yeah. So that was wrong, but, yeah. but it was still a really cool, like really nice experience to have. Yeah. And so I guess, the fact that I said I yeah I, that was so funny I said I didn't do anything because that's just not true and then um because yeah then when I I sold the cafe and um and then I sort of just started to uh, I started taking photos of kids and families as a way I thought of um you know sort of generating some kind of income while I was at home with the girls sounds and, exactly um, like what I do right now <laughs> yeah that's what I do yeah and. But then I kind of, I don't know, I started writing as well and yep. and um, just sort of started to write about my like feelings of being a mum and yeah. because I can't, I kind of felt like, you know, there's, 
I, at the time, and I, I mean, I don't really read much stuff online at all anymore, but at the time I felt like there was kind of two kinds of mums online. There was like the ones that were like, ah, oh, fucking hate my kids. I'm going to drink as much wine as I can and blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, oh, yeah, that's, that's boring. Yeah. And it's, and it's just, it's just not true. Like I know that those mums don't feel that way, but it's, it's not kinda, helpful either, is it? It's No. And it's not, um, it's just dumb. Like I just, yeah. I don't know, it just annoyed me. And then there's like, you know, the mums that are just like so in love with their children and the world revolves around them and they do, like it's just all life's amazing and like, yeah. you know. butterflies and, like, and sunshine. Yeah. I was like, isn't there just someone that can just talk about a, a bit more real? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Um, and so I just thought that because, you know, I mean, sometimes it's great, sometimes it's awful, Sometimes it's really boring. Sometimes you do cool shit. Um, You know, like like I guess when I post photos of like our road trips on Instagram, it's like people, some people just assume that we just go on road trips all the time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I, you know, I can't. And I think I was saying to the girls this weekend, I was like, we should go somewhere this weekend because since moving back to Melbourne, we just haven't done any of that stuff. So, um. But I feel that um, how they've actually, to kind of directly answer that question, is I feel that they've made me a lot more grounded and a little bit more accountable and um, considered and um, with everything that I do. And I think that that has impacted on how and what I create now as well. Yeah, okay, yeah. Um, because before, like before I had children, I didn't really need to answer to anyone and I could, and it was, and I just felt that things that I created didn't really like touch anybody or like speak to anyone really. It was just more just, oh, this just looks cool or this, you know, it didn't really kind of, yeah. So it's got more meaning behind it now? I think so. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think so yeah. too. Well, I mean, directly to me because it's all so relatable as well, especially Lunch mm. Lady and the book I just read. I loved it. It was just like oh, I sat down with it and thought I'm going to try and get through a little bit of this while my son's mm. asleep. And for some reason he just slept really well that day. So I just read the whole book <laughs> in like an oh, hour. Cool. It was like yeah. smashed it. But, yeah, it was really sort of relatable even though I'm not at that stage yet. Um, yeah. I especially liked the bit where you talked about Santa and how oh, yeah. he had that sort of <laughs> – um, secondhand. Oh, yeah. oh my god, it was so amazing. I can't remember what it said because I didn't write it down, but it was something about um, oh, the Santa recycling, recycling program. program. Oh my god, it's so genius. Someone asked me the other day, "What are you going to do with your baby when he grows up?" Um, yeah, in terms of Santa, like how are you going to deal with it? And I was like, "Well, I heard this really cool thing the other day, <laughs> spreading the word. It's great." Yeah, I, yeah, it's um. Yeah, I was thinking, it's like maybe that should become a thing. It should. It would totally help with the whole environment crisis, I reckon. Mm, yeah. No, I'm going to think about that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> how do you prioritise and how have you prioritised between your kids and work sort of throughout the whole period and has it changed a lot as they've grown up? Um, hmm. I, I've always been a bit of a workaholic. Mm-hmm. Um and, um, and you know, I, uh, but I, I always make, sh- I actually, that's not true. I have always 
had the intention of making sure that, you know, my girls come first and then work comes second. But um, in particularly when I was doing Lunch Lady, um, that just didn't happen. And, um, you know, I would be, I would literally pretty much be working from the moment I woke up till the moment I fell asleep and there was no weekends. There was just nothing. It was just, and, um, and, and that's, I mean, that's why I'm not doing it anymore because I, you know, I realized it, and it, you know, to me it was essentially selling bullshit because I was writing about, um, or selling, selling this life that I actually wasn't living myself. So, um, and but now I um, now I feel like currently it, it, I've reached this kind of um, this peak perfect equation of um, so I, I I actually have a job for three days a week yep. which I feel is important for me to um, I love working at freelance but I um I actually for my sanity and my yeah, just my brain. I actually find it nice to go somewhere and yeah. to to be with the same people for three days a week, and um, and also being like a single mum, knowing that you're getting this much money a week, yep. and yep. Um, just all these boring kind of things. I miss that actually about work because I'm not working at the moment, and it's yeah, yeah, it's nice to have that regularity in your life. Yeah, it is. Um, I, I will struggle when it's school holidays because I do miss just like going and yeah. Um, but, um, yeah. And I think I, to be honest, I actually feel that the work kid balancing is, I actually feel like it's more important now for me because yeah, I, I, I feel that even though it, it doesn't seem like it would be, I feel like these ages in particular, my 15 year old are ages that I need to be more present yeah, yeah. and available. Um, Whereas, you know, before you just have like this little slug that kind of yeah. <laughs> lies around that, you know, you just need to be around. Yeah. Whereas, um, yeah, I feel like, you know, the, the Early yeah, it's, yeah, it's a big one. Yeah. Yeah, it is. So it's, um, it's kind of good that I've perfected the balance at the right time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is really nice. <laughs> Um, have you ever, or do you outsource or utilize your community for help when you need it? Uh, I'm really bad at asking for help. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a recurring thing among everyone I've been interviewing, actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I like to think, uh, and you know, it is changing. It is definitely changing because I actually, you know, I like to, um, you know, I used to have this idea that, you know, to be strong and independent, you do everything yourself, but that's kind of just bullshit. And, um, you know, to be strong enough to ask, to tell someone or ask for help is, you know, that's a lot more ballsy than just going, oh, I can do it all myself. Um, and, and, you know, and people, and I also, you know, people like to be asked, you know, Uh, and people, people, and I think people, uh, you know, people, Oh, and I'm just assuming this because I do, I really respect that in someone, you know, yeah. I really respect when someone, um, yeah, asks for help or says they can't do something or any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, um, so, yeah, I, I am getting um, getting better at that. But, uh, you know, as I said, I'm kind of 
um, in this peak moment of being but you know me saying I'm in this peak moment this it is has literally been like <laughs> three days <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah so so you know I um you know and it, it's been a really hard year for us mm. and um and you know it was um we, I kind of had this moment uh yesterday or must have been yesterday where my I put my girls on the school on the bus, not the school bus. They just catch the bus to school, and um, and I and I I ride my bike to the bus stop, and so they get on the bus, and I ride my bike to work, and the bus and I just kept passing each other along the way to work, and so I waved to the girls on the way to work, and um, and all of a sudden I just burst into tears, yeah, because because I realised that we'd finally made it. That's like, so I like, nice. I was like, oh, we're on, you know, because, uh, you know, it, I, I mean, I don't know if you, you know, know, like, you know, how I moved, we've moved, relocated, the girls have started new schools, I've started a new Briefly, job. So it was like, yeah. yeah, so it was kind of like turning this giant ship around. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, yesterday was like the first day I was like, oh, you know, we're moving again, yeah. you know. Yeah, and um, made it. Yeah, and it was so, such a powerful powerful moment because you know when you make decisions sometimes when you're a mum that you know is the best thing for you and your kids but at the time it's so raw and it's so hard um yeah that no one can see see that yeah and and it's not you know it's not until like you know say now where it's like ah you know life's okay but yeah. I think I I totally went somewhere else on that. No, no, I love <laughs> I love the journey that it took. So you're reaching the end of your daughter's childhoods. Uh, what's the biggest sort of changes you're expecting from now on? Do you think your identity is about to shift again? Um, I think it uh, has, and I and I I can't and I can't say I I can see it changing anymore, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I know that I'm going to be hanging out on my own a lot more. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, like I, you know, my I, I barely see my 15 year old on the weekend, and and you know, my 10 year old just likes talking to her friends when she's at home. But you know, in saying that, I still think it's important to just not let them drift away like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, because it's easy to do. But yeah, it's um. It's interesting not being so needed. It's great and it's heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, like I, I think it was this year or last year, no, it must have been this year, when I, you know, asked my 15-year-old what she wanted to do for a birthday and none of it involved me whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, okay, yeah. And I was like, oh, like, you know, and I totally understand that, but, you know, it's, you know, there's these tiny moments that happen that don't you know that are, that are tiny but actually feel quite big and you know the other day that something happened and I all of a sudden realized that that was it like she wasn't a kid anymore and that 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 door had definitely closed mm. and and you know I really at the time I really tried to be positive about that but yeah. it was just so it was really hard yeah, to especially the first yeah, to go 
to just know that there was no going back anymore. Yeah. And and um and that you know I essentially had just lost. And you know it sounds very dramatic, <laughs> but um but I was like I just you know yeah I'd lost that and and she's still there obviously. But mm. there will always be moments though when she needs her mum. Like even oh, yeah. as an adult, you sort of have that. You want oh. your mum at certain times, oh. and it's so oh. nice that she, you know you're yeah. there for that. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, but it's great. You know, it's cool that she now um, you know, she loves music and she's yeah, all of that kind of stuff. So it's really cool to um, you know, she is becoming you know her own person, which is incredible. It would be so wild to see that, especially like I can't even imagine. I mean, I've got a nephew who's actually about the same age, my sister's, my first nephew. So all the Mm. things you're saying, I can almost relate to what my sister's experiencing at the moment. And yeah, he's 14 at the moment. And it's just so wild experiencing because I've known him since he was a baby Mm. and seeing him grow up and become this whole teenager with this whole identity and all these interests. And Mm. it's like, whoa, how did this happen? It's like a blink of an eye and they're just their own human being. Yeah, it's I mean, it's great, and it's um, it's funny that um, that she scarily looks like me. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and and uh, the, old, the older she's got, it's it's become more, and uh, and you know, I'm not together with her dad, but um, he he's like, ah, oh, you know, she's obviously gone like the path of, you know like loving music and being creative and you know so kind of followed a bit more of the path that I took Mm. yeah it's funny to to see just you know to see how you know there's like these two kids from two very different people and to kind of see which paths they end up kind of yeah yeah, and, and, and of course it's their own path but there's influence so what's next for you uh, well, I have my event that I'm doing next month, which... Yes, I forgot to mention that. Yeah, which is exciting. Um, exciting and I'm really looking forward to it kind of being done just because yeah. um, I, I would like some stillness in my life. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I know that won't last. I know I'll be like, oh, this is boring. Yeah. But but that's where all those ideas, you know, Totally, come from. it's the ebb and flow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I still remember. Um, it was not after, not long after I left Lunch Lady, I was floating around on Lake Dalesford with my friend, almost in tears, going, "I'm never going to have another idea ever again." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, it it just yeah, it doesn't take long. You know, you yeah. kind of have that stillness where, and then things start to to grow again, and. Um, and that's really exciting. Yeah. And I'm hoping that, you know, I have some ideas and of things that I want to do, but I think what I really want to be next is just for some of that stillness to <laughs> to yeah. come. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, to enjoy to enjoy that, I think. So because yeah, I, I, I think you're, you know, like when you do um this like kind of creative hustle life. Yeah you never ever allow yourself to enjoy the stillness because it's mm-hmm. like fuck I, you know I can't be still I need to keep pushing and I you know, need to make stuff happen mm. but I feel that you know the blessing of being 43 has given me enough 
years to know that you need like you need to like in like take you know take that time to enjoy and to know that this is when some magic is gonna happen yeah so yeah so who knows? That was a nice reminder for me. I needed that, I think, because I'm in that yeah. at the moment, that just crazy, oh, got to do this, got to do this, like trying to fit yeah. everything in and then look yeah. after a baby and I don't really ever stop and it's, I need to be reminding myself of that as much as I can. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. T- t- totally. But, you know, <laughs> but having a little baby, it's hard to have that still us yeah. too. So, yeah, it will come know. eventually, I hope. Yeah, don't be, <laughs> don't be too hard on yourself. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your morning to talk to me. It's been so nice chatting to you. Thank you. Thanks for asking me. No, it's my pleasure. Um, Well, have a lovely day. And thank you. I will be in touch with you very soon. Thank you. Thanks, Amy. No worries. Bye. See you later.